Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. So today I've got a fun guest, um, and what we were just discussing was that the beauty of this podcast is that I can bring on whoever I want, um, and this person is not a coach. But this is uh, uh, one of my really, really longtime great friends and a former offensive lineman. Uh, so right now I've got Mr. Aaron Boosinger. Booz, what's going on, big guy? Not too much. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So uh, go ahead and give a brief little background, kind of where you played high school ball, where you played college ball, and, and, and let these people kind of know the, what, what your position was. Well, uh, you know, in high school, I played both offensive and defensive line at Springfield High School. We actually played together, and you're the one that uh, introduced me to, to football. I had no interest in playing until, I think, eighth grade. And was like, yeah, I'll go to the, I'll go to the assembly in the cafeteria and see what this is all about. <laughs> I, so, think it, uh, I think it took me two years of begging for you to go to that meeting. Too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know why I didn't want to do it. But, yeah, I was like, okay, might, might as well. And, they ended up loving it, and then I played uh, my college football at the Division Three school down in Southern Illinois called Greenville College. It's actually Greenville University now. It is, yeah. They're going, they're going big time. So, um, yeah. yeah, and that was, you know, when you you guys had some, you know, we had obviously we had some really good teams at Springfield High School, and you guys had some good teams at at Greenville. And and one of the questions I ask all all coaches, and I'll ask you this one, the same thing, but you know, how important was how important was the offensive line to those successful teams? I think every team that's successful has to have a great offensive line, or at least maybe not the most talented, but the ones that work together, that are the most knowledgeable, that you know, they, they know their job and they get their job done. As an offensive lineman, that's, you do your job on each individual play and good things happen. Yeah, absolutely. That's you know you you've uh, you kind of hit that nail right on the head. That's a better answer than some of these these college coaches are given. So um, you know, one of the th- you kind of talked about it a bit, and, and I can remember when we when you first started playing, you were really raw and learning the game. But I mean, you you could argue that you were probably a better defensive lineman in high school than an offensive lineman. Um, and actually you, I correct me if I'm wrong. You started out on defense at Greenville too, right? Yes, I did. Um, and I, I think that's, that's true. And I know I'll probably rubble, ruffle, uh, you know, a few defensive coaches feathers when I say, you know, <laughs> defensive line is pretty easy. It's all, 
Ball snaps, chase the ball. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. I won't. Don't let Coach Cat hear that one. He might get angry about that. <laughs> I, I won't. So what? You know, you can. You've kind of. We've talked about this a little bit, but go ahead and kind of talk about talk about how that transition happened to offensive line at Greenville because I mean you you went from a being kind of a a D line body to being a four year starter on the offensive line. Yeah, it actually was. It happened basically basically because of injuries, the offensive line. And I remember that that first year in camp, it was you know it was all about defense, you know, and I think even in high school, it was I only wanted to play defense, but I'll I guess I'll settle, you know, <laughs> do what I needed to do on the offensive line just right. so I could get to playing defense, and you know I, that's what I love doing. But when the uh, I, I can't remember their names, but about two or three offensive linemen went down. Uh, Coach Gonzaga at the time he. You know, had to move some D linemen over to the offensive line. Um, and I was, you know, at the time I thought, okay, well, I'm one of those casualties. I'll go do it for a year. <laughs> and, you know, I met with coach Brian Borboom and I mean, that guy, I, he got the most out of my, my ability and my talent and really I taught me more than just football. I was just a great coach and, you know, started seeing the big picture of the offensive line rather than, you know, go chase the ball and get a tackle. Right, right. And you, I mean, and and was was Coach B there for your all four years, or did he leave? I can't remember. Yeah, he was he was there all four years for mine. So I was lucky enough to get to to play only in him. I was I was blessed to have great offensive line coaches. Yeah, yeah, for sure. College, for sure. I mean, yeah, we. I mean, you talk about our coach Taylor in high school too. He was a guy that you go back and you know, me having worked for him after, after a time, you know, you kind of, you kind of sit back and remember that he, he, he coached a lot of things that weren't just football related to for us. Yeah, he did. And, and, and so he was, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, and I specifically remember him saying that he'll take smart linemen over you know, strong linemen any day. That's that kind of always stuck with me. Yeah. Well, that was, so that was kind of my next question for you. That's a good, that's, that's called a, a segue there, booze. Um, <laughs> you know, you were, again, you were not, you you weren't really a guy that kind of lived in the weight room, whereas as you know, you look kind of at me in high school. I was always in the weight room and, and doing things, and you kind of weren't weren't about that life, so to speak. And how how did that not hurt you, but how did that help you in becoming a smarter offense alignment where you had to rely? I mean, you, I, I'll, I'll to this day go to the grave saying you were one of the best technical offensive linemen I ever played with or or saw play. Um, and I've been coaching now for 14 years. So talk a little bit about kind of your preparation and, and how you became such a good technician at, at the game. I, you know, I, I think, you know, well, yes, thank, thank you for the compliment. And you know, I always think I think I could do things I can do better. I think a lot of it for me came down to, you know, perfection. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I like, I like things to fit and I like everything to do. It, to to go perfectly together and I saw the technique side of being an offensive lineman as you perfect your steps you perfect your hand placement you perfect your positioning if you do everything perfectly you know you cannot be beat on any play and I, right. I do believe that um, I, I've always believed that and that kind of you know, spills into other aspects of your life of your life is you know, do things perfectly. You know, it's it's, it's not always going to work out 
you know, for various reasons, if other people don't, they miss an assignment, if you do everything you can do perfectly on that play, right. Things will happen. You know, and as far as the weight room, do wish I would have listened to you uh, <laughs> into the, to the weight room in high school, but that's just not something I was really all that interested in. I think it no. was, we were, but we were, we, you got to remember our, our generation, like nobody worked out. It was not what it is now. Yeah. You know, it was not the big cool thing to do. It was kind of, it was just something. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like it is now. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. You say the, the, you know, be, be perfect though. Cause that's the, you know, you hear coaches say that all the time. And, and, and I, I, the quote that pops in my head is if you, if you strive for perfection along the way, you'll achieve greatness. And, and so that's kind of, you know, that's, that's a good kind of analogy to have, especially playing the offensive line. If you can, if you can try to be perfect on every single play along the way, you'll be pretty great. Yeah. And it's yeah. definitely true, but you have to make sure you got four other guys on the line that are doing that too. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, cause you know, like you said, they're like, like you said at the beginning, it takes a, a full group to really be successful and, and very rarely, can you have a, a an offensive line that only has, you know, two or three good people that have a lot of success because those two or three people can maybe are, are good enough that they can carry the other guys. But, you know, that's a rare, rare, rare occurrence, and it doesn't happen very often. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so, you know, kind of c- continue and talk about your Greenville stuff. And this – you guys kind of – you went from a traditional air raid – throw the ball all over the field offense and having a ton of success doing it to you guys went under center, like two, three backs your senior year. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 yeah that's that's, that's and, accurate. And I know you, I know you were frustrated as all get out. Cause I can remember having those conversations with you. Um, I believe, I believe we had those conversations on AOL instant messenger. That's how long, that's how old <laughs> we are. Um, uh, yep. But how, I mean, how did you, because I know you didn't, you didn't enjoy it, but how did you sort of accept that transition and still make yourself into, you know, the, the quality of player that you were? As far as going from a passing attack to a rushing attack? Or yeah, just your, just you as a player. Like, how did you go from, you know, being a, you know, a, a guy who's having to pass block, every, you know, 75% of the game to a guy who's having to run block 85% of the game? You know, did you have to change your mentality? Did you have to? Did you change your preparation? You know, in the off season and in, d- during the season, you know, like what did you do to kind of just make yourself be prepared? Uh, really, there's nothing for me that changed. It was, you know, okay, what's the play? What's yeah. my job on that play? How do I? How do I need to attack this? It, you know, through through practice, working with everyone else. You know, I. I, I didn't have any, any big changes. It, it all went back to what's the job and yeah. get the job done. And I specifically remember, you know, I think it was the eighth game or something like that, where one of the other guys on the line said that, you know, our running back, Dontrell Harriel, who's a great running back, you know, he's only X amount of yards away from a thousand yards. And that was the first time ever playing I'd ever thought about a statistic. Right. And it was, okay, well, let's get them those yards. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was just get the job done and, you know, try to win games. I, 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 you know, I wish there was – I could tell you what I did differently to prepare, but it was, you know, listen to what the coaches said in practice. Right. 
different drills. Um, we had we had more drills that were focused on run blocking and then you know not as much on pass blocking. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I know it's a lame answer, but no, it's not. It's it's a good answer. It's it's you know it's um it's it's a good answer because you know really it, it, what it boils down to is you didn't you didn't care what it was. You were going to do your part to help your team win, and that's kind of that's a, that's a great answer actually. So I you know good for you. Um, let's let's kind of turn back the clock a little bit a little bit more and talk some about Springfield High School. Um, you know what's what do you think your fondest memory of playing football at Springfield High School was? Oh geez, I know uh, I'm looking, I'm digging deep here, aren't I? <laughs> well, you know, looking looking back at it now, I just I remember all the guys. Yeah, uh, and just that that it was fun. If you're talking about specific plays, um. You know, they – I think most of them come down to, uh, as a defensive lineman, I remember blocking a pass, uh, just jumping up and blocking. I remember the first sack I got. Um, offensive line, I remember – you know, I remember one play that busted Dave Ewart. I don't know how long Dave, the, the, uh, the run was, but, you know, I was – I think I, I – I, I overstepped, and then I had to dive to – push the guy out of the way from making the tackle. Uh, I remember that. And then I remember I always loved pulling. I loved trapping. Yeah, we were in trap a ton. I still, I still, I still love, do, love doing that. You know, it's just pretty gratifying when the other guy's not prepared for you to hit him in the side. No, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's, it's always a, that was always a good play. I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? We kinda, I kind of touched on a lot of different things here, but what, what did you – I guess what did you like – because you ended up – like I said, you ended up being a, a, a fantastic offensive lineman and, and you ended up being, a, you know, a, an all-conference guy and an all-American. And what, what did – I guess what did you miss most about being defense? You know, what, what did you miss about playing defense? If anything, maybe you didn't miss anything. <laughs> you know, at, at the end there, I didn't really miss anything because – you know, it was it, – it, it, with defense, it's – you have one goal in mind, which is that it's get to the ball, ball carrier and stop them. You know, on, on offense, it's a little more complex where, okay, now I'm going to – and we want to do this and we want to set this up or you want to do this. And those are the things that I was always thinking about where, you know, when I look back now, I always enjoyed trying to trick the defensive linemen when I was uh, on offense. Yes. So whether it was trying to – you know, make it, you know, dig my fingers in the dirt as far as I could on a pass play. So then you hear them yelling, run, run, run. And you just kind of laughing at your, at, at them because nope, it's not a run. Right. You no. Know? Or, you know, I love one of the most fun things I, I enjoyed doing is anytime we ran a sweep was just yelling reverse. And <laughs> <laughs> it was always fun because you, you'd see at least one or two guys kind of, they had to think about it for a second. You know? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, they, you had to be prepared for that, but. Uh, I had fun doing that. Yes. Well, you know, kind of one of the things that you and I, again, have a lot of time together with, and this is something I, you know, this is one of those things I don't really talk about too often. I don't talk to my players about too often, but you and I played semi-pro football together for a long time after college. And and you talk about a fun time. (laughs) I mean, I, I can remember, I mean, I can still to this day, remember you and Cody Yonker, blocking some poor kid and just laughing hysterically as you just drove him into the ground. And, and I mean, 
it was it was it was a fun time what for me again because you like I said you were such a good technical guy and such a technician and you I mean you were just play with dudes in that in that league because you were by far so much better than they were that you would just toy with them um I mean but you talk about fun those were those were some fun experiences for sure yeah yeah that was you know you still care about winning at that point but you know at that point when you're not in a practice for right. or a film room for two to three hours a day, every day of the week, you know, just it's, you're playing for the sheer love of the game. And it's, you know, if, if you, if you lost, it wasn't the end of the world, but you go out, you have a good time with the guys that, that you enjoy playing with. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, those, those were some, those were some, you know, is my body probably a little pissed off of me right now? Sure. But you know, some of those memories you, you don't, you don't, you can't beat them. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely true. Yeah, I think there's only one or two plays where I completely screwed up in that, and then it was like, oh crap. <laughs> I I still remember one play where some dude gave you a double move, and you came back. I just remember vividly you came back to the huddle and you said, "I haven't been beat like that since I was a sophomore in college." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just a, the guy was a hundred and. 15 pounds he probably ran a four three four and he yeah. they lined him up a defensive end and about eight yards you're wide playing on, you're, you're playing giving someone that much space that close to the quarterback yeah then he came back and he tried to do the exact same move again and pretty sure that i buried him into the sideline i'm sure you did i think we've got film of it somewhere we'll have to, I'll have to find that yeah so. all right booze i got one more question for you and this is going to be a tough one but i know you are a uh, a fan of the game and i know you've always been a fan of the game um I want to hear your your five man Mount Rushmore, and it can be guys you played with, um, it can be guys oh. you played against, or it can just be guys that you were a fan of. You know, that watching the NFL growing up. So, so who's on your your five man Mount Rushmore? Oh man! Yeah, I stump everybody with this one. I would have to say that. In college, uh, played with uh, next to Terrence Poe. That guy was that guy was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, T- Tim Mengrich. I think I think I'll throw you in the mix for your technicality <laughs> and uh, your uh, oh you're always smart and everything and kind of calming everyone down. Thank you. That's kind of uh, funny that you say that because I'm not I don't remember myself being a calm guy. I thought I was always the uh, I thought I had a little bit of Brent in me, a little bit of Brent Bordenkircher, too much, too much of that <laughs> yeah, in me sometimes. Yeah. I, I think Brent Brent would get an honorable mention as probably <laughs> the most fun guys I've ever I've ever played with, but for, but for different reasons because we looked at everything completely opposite of what. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if I got to pick a, if I got to, I got to pick two more. Yes. All right, so I think I'll go with. I always enjoyed watching Jonathan Ogden play. Yeah. My well, my favorite offensive lineman watching was Big Cat Williams. Oh, nice little Big Cat! There uh, you go. I, I know he wasn't the. Uh, I know he probably wasn't the best. He'll never be in the the Hall of Fame, but you know, I that I kind of grew up with him. He was the the big offensive lineman on the Bears when I was growing up and starting to watch football. So yep, enjoyed enjoyed watching him. And he was actually he was another guy. I don't know if you knew this or not. He was he was a defensive lineman in college. 
No, no, I didn't know it, that. Yeah, and then the, the Bears, I think he played one or two years on the defense with the, with Chicago, and then they transitioned to offensive linemen where he, I mean, shoot, he probably started for a decade over there. Yeah, no, I, I did not know that. Yeah, so. Well, all right, that's a good I – can, I can appreciate that. Thanks for the nod there. Um, <laughs> you know, this was great, Booz. I, I enjoyed talking to you. Hopefully um, hopefully you guys are, are, are staying safe and healthy in Iowa, um, and, and we'll definitely have to chat some more soon. But, but thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks again for everyone listening, and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome